I'm Heather. And I'm Lenore. Like you, we had our aha moments when we finally realized that the way we were doing things just wasn't really cutting it. I left pharmacy and got certified in integrative nutrition. And I left medicine and became a certified life coach. Together, we're going to show you what changes you want to make to adopt a healthier lifestyle. And then how to manage your mind around those changes. So this is the last time you do it. We're Nutrition Minded. Hi. Hey, that's Heather. I'm doing well so far. We're coming to you today from my condo, where if you hear heavy machinery going by, there may be a tree going by outside my window. We were doing pictures a little bit ago for this podcast cover, and Heather goes, Literally saw a tree. There's a tree going by. I said, what do you know? Here's a tree. Sorry about that. Driving back. Yeah. Okay. So what we're going to talk to you about today is some uh, a belief that a lot of Heather's clients would bring to her frequently, and that was... You have to be small to be good. Okay. Like you're, it's a body image thing. And I think um, people um, believe that they're not healthy or they're not innately good. They're not doing good things unless their body size is small. Yeah. And who would you hear this from? Like how many of your clients? Oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say the majority of the clients that I have that are specifically trying to lose weight, even if they already have a small body size, they believe their body size should be smaller. Um, And a lot of my clients feel very strongly in restriction. Like I need you to tell me don't do this and then I'll feel good. I was so fascinated by this when you first told me this, like they come to you and they get upset if you don't tell them what not to eat. And I'm yes. like, let me make sure I have that right. Like they, you have to give them a list of things they cannot eat yes. or they'll be upset. Yes. Yeah. So what's up with that? Um, I think, I think my thoughts tell me that the restriction is a good guideline. I feel like people um, need a guideline almost. Yeah, like a boundary. Yes, yes, a A boundary, a rule. People want boundaries and rules because they're comfortable. Okay. Huh. And somebody else gave it to them. And it's just an interesting. And I'm I'm right if I'm within the boundary and I'm wrong if I'm not within the boundary. So now I know right from wrong. And again, the whole body image size thing, I'm good. If I'm within the boundary, I'm bad if I'm out of the boundary. So they specifically want these food rules that I really push back on. I really hate to give food rules like that because of that, because it's so restricting. And psyche-wise, it works the opposite way. So if I create a boundary for you, you create resistance and rebellion. Right. Right. Instead of allowing. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's interesting because as a primary care doctor, what I heard from my patients was the opposite. It was, well, there's really nothing that I can do about my weight. And they would say, I've always been fat or I've always been unhealthy. Or it's in my genes. That's a big one. Everybody in my family looks like this. Like I'm never going to do anything different. Like this is just how I am. And, you know, I would have a patient come in 
sometimes like they'd see their OBGYN and their blood pressure was up. So they would get sent to me to see, was that a one-time thing? I mean, everybody's blood pressure's up a little bit or really up on a regular day when they're just coming to chat with me or, yeah. and I was like, well, let's just check some labs. So then we'd get, you know, their fasting blood sugar and their fasting cholesterol and all these things. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, not only do you have high blood pressure, but you've also got diabetes, you know, the beginning of diabetes and, and this issue too, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, which is metabolic syndrome. And so women, I, in my experience, were more likely to try lifestyle interventions, yeah. like diet and exercise. Yeah. I think because we're socialized too. We're accustomed to it. Yeah. Yeah. That, and guys, oh my gosh, so many of the guys are like, just give me a pill, doc. Yeah. And I'd go, really? Easy way. What? Make that's it not, go away. I'm not going to give you a pill. Yeah. If you don't do these other things, the pill's not going to do anything. I'll be all right. Just give me a pill. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I had patients younger than me who had had strokes because they didn't take care of themselves and they just thought that a pill. And and the other thing too is, did you know you actually have to take the pill? <laughs> yeah. Compliance is a little bit of a thing. <laughs> hey doc, it didn't work. I, I, I only took two. Yeah, well, I would check or, or my favorite was, oh, you mean I have to take that every day? And yeah. I go, did you know that the cholesterol medicine only works if you do, in fact, take it the way it says, take mm-hmm. it every day? Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah, you got to take it every day. But they'd come in six weeks later or three months later or whatever when we do the labs and they hadn't, hadn't moved. And I'd go, huh. And so I, you know, when I was a brand new doctor, I would go, well, obviously you're not taking your medicine because your cholesterol's changed. And I was very almost confrontational about it. Yeah. But then as I gained experience and like kind of got to understand how my patients thought, I, they don't need that. They don't, yeah. If I come at them with a, you didn't do what I said, they're not going to come back. Like, yeah. That or they're still serve, not going to do it. Yeah. That doesn't serve. That's them the rebellion rebellion again. Exactly. Yeah. So what I would say is, well, you know what? It looks like your average blood sugar reading now a little bit, but I really would have expected more. Did you have trouble with remembering your pill every day? Most people do because mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. I mean, people who take a medicine every day, I mean, now with me, I remember my heartburn medicine at night because I know if I forgot it, I yeah, heartburn, right. you know, but like a cholesterol pill, you're not going to, they're not it. glaring yes. signs. And yeah. so they may honestly forget a day or two a week, but I would say, you know, a lot of people forget and then they go, well, yeah, I did kind of forget. I go, well, do you think you forgot more often than you remembered? Mm. And then they go, well, actually doc, I didn't take it at all. Yeah. You know? And I was like, okay, well, I can tell that from your lab work. I just didn't want to come in going, you didn't take your medicine. And then we crack up so anyhow back to what we were talking about let's see the oh the thoughts about their weight yes so back to my like my, my clients would say is or not say necessarily, but what the inference is that they, their body size makes them either good or bad. If they have a small body size, they're good. And if they have a larger body size, they're not as good. Right. And whereas my patients would come in and say, well, there's nothing I can do about my weight. I'm always going to look like this. And so what I want to point out is that neither the client thoughts that your clients have or the patient thoughts that my patients had is true in and of itself. Right? It's just a thought. It's just a thought. But However, the thought that they have becomes their result, right? Oh, because you believe it. Yes. And so the circumstance is the number on the scale, which I love how you refer to it. It is your relationship to gravity. Right. Literally tells you nothing. Right. It tells you nothing except 
that this is my body's relationship to gravity, but your thought about that number on the scale becomes your result. And how that works is like your clients who will say, I have to be small to be good and small to them might mean anything. Yeah. Like we'll pick some pounds. Yeah. Okay. So say we pick the number 115 and they get on the scale Tuesday morning and it says 119. Mm -hmm. So I ruined it the whole weekend. I was horrible. I'm a bad person. I had to totally start over. And when, when I say start over, they are like full restrict. Yeah. And so that number on the scale has suddenly become something that in reality, it isn't right. Mm -hmm. It's just a number on a scale, but they have made that number mean I'm a bad person. I have to start over. I'm not doing this right. I've got to restrict severely. Mm -hmm. All of those thoughts, like if we just picked one, I've, you know, I've messed this up again. All right. Let's say that, say that I, that's that's a good one because a lot of people, it's an honor off the wagon thing. And so I've messed this up again. A lot of people have been dieting their entire lives. So I've messed this up again is a very relevant thought. Probably the first one. Yeah. So if you come from that, like when your clients have the thought, I've messed this up again, that's going to give them a feeling of defeated or angry yeah, or sad mm-hmm. or I mean any number of negative feelings and coming from say we choose defeated then the actions that they take coming from feeling defeated they will like severely well they wouldn't severely restrict coming from defeated a motivated feeling would make them restrict what they would most likely do is spin spiral mm-hmm. think about all the ways they've screwed up before all the ways that they're bad how they never are going to get this this is never going to work and so the result is, is that instead of realizing the number on the scale is just the relationship to gravity, the result is after all those negative thoughts they've spiraled on is that they're a bad person mm-hmm. and that they are can't they do still it. They still it. can't do it. They can never do it. Right. Yeah. So they think that the number on the scale is the reason that they can't do it. And yes. That is not true at all. It is never the circumstance that gives you your life's result. It's only what you think about it. It's the thought. I still haven't done it. I still can't do this. That gives you the result of, and I'm still not doing it. Yeah. So, you know, a thought that a client could have, if they get on the scale and the number is higher than they want it to be. We need to realize, first of all, that it's not the number, it's the thought. Second of all, you get to choose your thoughts. So if they get on the scale and I see it's four pounds more, they could think, I wonder why I weigh four pounds more today than I did yesterday. And then they might feel curious. And they might think, what did I eat yesterday? Oh, we went out to a Mexican restaurant and I had some chips with salsa. Or I like made my children's favorite chicken dish and there was more salt in it than I normally eat. I mean, And so I'm retaining water, not right. gaining pounds. Right. Right. And they might right. Go, Which is actually probably what happened, not an actual four pounds yeah. overnight. <laughs> or they may be PMSing. I yes. Mean, it, it may be uh, that yeah. they're about to start the periods. And so your body's like, Ooh, hold on to all the salt and water we can find. <laughs> Let's collect. Unless you wake yes. up and you're like, Let's collect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Let's collect. So you wake up and your rings don't fit. Or if you fell asleep with them on, you're like, uh-oh, these babies ain't coming off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so you could come at it from a feeling of curiosity instead of a thought of, like, I still can't do it. You could think, I wonder why my weight went up. Okay? that I'm not asking you to think I'm a good person even though I weigh four pounds more. That yeah. would be hard to get your brain to go from that far. But how about curiosity? Yeah. How about, I wonder what happened? Yeah. You know? Like, this is strange. I weigh four pounds more today. Then it becomes more of a neutral thing and less of a self, you know, defeating, 
like cycle. Right, right. And not believing the thought of, oh my God, I'm horrible. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, because it's not a fact. Right. Right. Like um, that's one thing that you taught me is our thoughts are not facts. Right. They're just thoughts. Yes. However, a thought that you think over and over and over becomes a belief. And then your body, your, like your mind does not realize that that belief isn't true. Like if you ask somebody something, like if I said to you, you know, what do you believe about your hair color or whatever? And you were like, well, for me, I mean, I got my hair done yesterday. I'm like, well, I believe my hair looks really good looks today. Fantastic. I mean, yes. you might look at it and go, Ugh. you know, she missed yeah. some grays or whatever. I mean, there's totally different ways of looking at things. That's the thought. That's the belief about it. But what we've been talking about is that our clients, our patients, everybody, you get to pick your thought. And then if you choose a thought that's positive and you think that thought enough, it becomes a belief. And then it's almost like it becomes a fact to you because then your result is positive, is in alignment with that thought and that belief. And the flip side is if your thought is not in alignment with what you want, like if your thought is, I'm never going to do this. Then we're going to prove it to ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. You will do subconsciously. Mm -hmm. You won't even be aware of it. You'll binge. Yes. You'll eat the chips. You'll all the things that you wouldn't normally do because then you have that excuse well, I can't do it anyway. Right. And then you believe right. I can't do it. So then you're not going to do it with other thoughts and actions. Yeah. So I would just say, be aware of what you're telling yourself. Yeah. Because the thoughts that you think become your reality, whether or not you're aware of it. So the thoughts that if you think I'm never going to be any good at this, you're right. You won't. Yeah. But if you think, oh, huh, I wonder why I gained four pounds. You're going to figure out what made the scale go up four pounds. And maybe cut back on the chips or go, oh, my period's got to start. Like, yeah. this has nothing to do with Or I didn't drink any water yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it could be any number of things. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're a bad person unless you make it mean that you're a bad person. It's just a number on a scale. And your relationship to gravity. And just your relationship <laughs> to gravity. That is all. And no trees went by in the oh. making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Okay, so we will see you guys, hear from, talk to you guys. We can't see you. You can't see us. They can't see us. If they look at our picture. You can pull up our podcast picture next time. And you can believe that thought. Yes. You'll see us again.